Soul Fed. Today we are talking about self-image and how important it is for not only us, but to the world around us because our self-image is what we portray to the world. Exactly. So let's break it down. And actually, Kobe brought up a good point. We went to Bible study a few months back. I need to go back. Yes. We've been missing out. But when we went, they had us fill out a mission statement. And we're going to just go along, um, go on and tell y'all what are some things that were a part of it to help you know your mission for life, your basic mission for your life. Do you have those? Or go ahead. I couldn't find the exact mm-hmm. one, but I do know that they had a list of core values. And so if you can just write down or think about two or three things that you value in life, um, mm-hmm. whether it's happiness, um, family, family, the community, community, food, right. <laughs> anything what your your values basically, mm-hmm. and then you want to write down two or three characteristics, your traits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and basically, if you just type in um, personal mission statement in the computer, you'll find some, and then you can build off of those, but um, for an example, let's say um, my mission is to reach people, to lead people, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, my value is to educate or, you know, education or something like that. Right, right. So I want to educate people by inspiring mm-hmm. the right. masses yeah so it's basically like the uh, fill in the blank so just really think about what are your core values mm-hmm. what are some adjectives that really describe you are you passionate um and some nouns to describe you are you a leader are you a giver are you a you want to be a wife mother. yeah wife. yeah mother yes. so you want to think about those specific things and that can mold your image your mm-hmm. self image what you portray to the world so, what would y'all say? Ooh, this would be cool. Ooh, this would be cool. I was going to say, what would y'all say? Y'all self-images, but I want us to tell each other what our self-images. So, what we oh, think when we see... one another? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's super cool. Okay, okay. let's start. We're going to start. Ooh. Okay. Jas- okay, we're going to start with the portrayal when we see Miss Jasmine Charles walking into a room. If I know you, I think she is really earthy. Most people think that. Real earthy. Mm-hmm. Care about the environment. I would think yeah. she's sophisticated just by like her body language. She looks like... <laughs> and, um, and she seems friendly by her smile um, and very inviting. So I would say natural, sophisticated, and mm. friendly. Girl, you better speak yes. my life. I like that. <laughs> she just spoke my life. Okay, so since you just gave it, we'll go with you now. Oh. When I see <laughs> Tiffany... She's very energetic and fun. <laughs> right, I see fun with someone that's very, very attuned with themselves. Mm, they creative. Just, very creative. Y'all know me. How y'all gonna see me be creative from this? <laughs> because like, the way I you put your outfits together, together. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, 
Exactly, exactly. They're like something that you've created and it's like you're not trying but you still pop it and you don't even have to try. It's just you naturally do it and it's like effortless, effortless cuteness. And so <laughs> something when you walk into the room, very vibrant. So it kind of goes with that energetic personality that you, that you, Kobe was just saying. And yeah, amazing. Now to Kobe. She like she just snatched. <laughs> right, no, right. She was very fashion forward. So That's the word. Beyonce had on. Mm-hmm. Like, she has a someone's very trendy. Very like, trendy. Trend. Yeah, she's on top of trends. She looks very calm. <laughs> she has a little cool calm lady. presence. Yes, a calm yeah, presence. Calm, cool presence. And she also, to me, looks inviting. She looks like she would really listen to your problems. Like, her eyes look like, come That's talk to me. You come say talk to that me. Because <laughs> random people would just tell me, like, their life story. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she's like, because it looks like you listen. It looks like you really, like, a good listener. Right, so (laughs) as you can see, there's some pretty cool things um, that we have said, but your self-image is basically how you are portrayed to the world, and sometimes people don't really think too hard about their Mm self-image and their their vibes and their personality and things of that nature, but there's some things that sometimes people go without really thinking, like the way they walk, the way they talk, the way they sit, the way they conversate with someone, is that... Okay. Converse, converse, yeah. converse with some they leave on people. Yes. So what we're gonna do today is we're gonna go through these things and knock them down. And I want y'all to go along with us and see how you really are portraying yourself in these ways. Right. So let's start off with how you speak. How do you speak? So well, this is why it's very important to go going back to the beginning of the podcast, especially if you're just now tuning in with us. If you know your mission in life and know where you want to be and kind of know where where you want to be tailored in life, this diagram that we're about to list can be can differ from each one of you all. So if you want to be in the music industry, you're going to speak differently than an aspiring doctor. So if that, the way you speak should be tailored in the way of whatever career path or whatever aspiration you have in life so if you want to be the president and lead the, the people to the free world i mean the leader of the people to the free world you may need to speak very charismatic you need to be very direct very commanding able to respond quickly someone that's able to just process information and it will be you will be able to make quick hasty decisions and they will be good decisions for the good of all but if you were on the flip side wanted to be a, a rapper you may need to speak a little bit more down to earth more on you know more you need to get your uh, especially with modern day rap and, yeah. and exactly and especially when you're going with um with a career like that if you want to be a professional rapper or hip-hop singer just something like that's not the norm you want to stay on trend because you can't speak like the rappers were speaking during the 80s because then you may not get as much play Unless you're being like authentically yourself and original, so yeah, and that's really what it goes comes down to is being authentically yourself. And actually, I'm thinking like if you have a if you're in a more creative field like a rapper, you have the freedom to really be yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you get like based off of what your mission is, you get to 
you don't really have to create yourself towards that, but in certain situations, like I, like the president, definitely you should be charismatic, yeah. you should be direct. If you're a lawyer, same type of deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you are a talk show host, you have to be able to um, navigate the conversation. Right. And sometimes these things don't come naturally. But the thing about that is you can work on it. Absolutely. So you could work on you could go to different classes to take um, maybe something like I know Shameless Maya, y'all know it's my favorite person. So she's a YouTuber and she was hosting a Prince concert and she was getting a lot of back uh, a lot of backlash because mm. she didn't know too much about Prince, I guess. Something like that. Something right. to that effect. And the thing was she was like, Okay, this is never gonna happen to me again. Right. And she went to improv classes to improve her quickness and her, her wittiness to get her on track. So it's like, whatever you want to do, if you want to um, be in the business world, you need to know that business lingo. Like, Cody exactly. was just telling me. Just yeah. I heard that the other day. Right. <laughs> Yesterday. Photographer and I was like, right. you see other photographers out there. Are you speaking the lingo? Are you right. them talking to about the lenses? Exactly. And, mm. You know, the camera angles and the right. shots. Wow. You know? So it really goes back to exactly what you want to do. If you want to be a dentist, you need to know the lingo for being a dentist. If you want to be a blogger, you need to know the lingo for blogging and talking about WordPress and all that good stuff because you... That's true. Because that just means, if you want to be something, that just means your lingo is automatically going to change because you have been studying it and you're like immersed in it. Exactly. if you're not, you know, getting all that lingo on, then you might want to think, am I really going full-fledged on my dreams? Or am I really doing enough? Um, and so th- that's part of your self-image. And that's yeah. that's so true in that she said that. And on a different scale, like, you ever know when you go to the doctor's office and they come back and give you a little report and then you look at them like, well, can you say that in layman's terms? Right, Like, right. in a way that I can digest it. And that's with everything and with every profession that tip like Tiffany and Jasmine was just saying, it's going to have its own lingo. And the more you immerse yourself in it, the more it's going to seem normal and natural to you. But someone else will have a conversation and be like, what did she just say? Are you speaking English anymore? Like, what are these words? I've never heard that because that's your craft. And then it goes, and if you want to be an Olympian and you're like, okay, well, if I just want to run track all day or if I just want to play that, I mean, volleyball or basketball even, why do I have to, what lingo do I have to have? I mean, those people are also put on interviews. So when you're interviewing to the world, like after you just won your gold medal you don't want to get on in front of the camera in front of millions of people and look like a deer in headlights so you're going right. to even still need to have good lingo for whatever area that you try going in life and like tiffany was just saying you can always take classes for this and now you can you can use youtube guys mm-hmm. for free 99 type in how to become a better speaker better public speaker we have so many resources that can help us do whatever we want to do in this life so yeah, we just have to take advantage of it. It's funny that you brought up like the athletes because you know when someone's after the game they just lost the game of basketball. It was like, so how do you feel? Well, you know, we tried our hardest. Um, you know, they were just a better team today. Blah blah blah. So that same thing over and over again. And sometimes it's okay to break out because I know when I'm watching the game and people are watching, I'm like, man, I wish they would just be themselves and just like say what's on their mind for real. Like they were the better team for real. But um, that's just funny that she said that. It just made me think of that. I know when she right. talked about the rap too that made mm-hmm. me think about you know the lingo for rappers but I always find it interesting when you see rappers like mm-hmm. 
two chains. Like he did yes. an interview and he does not talk how he mm-hmm. does. Nor does Drake. Nor- and y'all so already know about like, Lil John. Yes. So it's good to have a professional speaking voice and you know, articulate. To be able to switch it up. Yes. That's another thing. It's just the importance of communication. No matter what profession you do, you have to communicate. Right. You can get on this. Different crowds, different people. You're very right. You can get on the track and just be mumbling on one of the the whole time. Like, uh, 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 uh. Or you can be like designer. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I just listen to him on the Breakfast Club and he sounds just like he does in the, in oh. the song. Just like, but I kind of like it. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Anyway. Right. So, but, what yes. are you saying? Just strengthen your craft and whatever you want to be, just be the best in, in all aspects. Right. In the professional world, if, if it calls for that, and just why wouldn't you want to be a better you? So, yeah, stretch. Absolutely. Now, I also want to talk about tone. This is another thing that people like lose sight of. Is like, how are you presenting your voice? Are you presenting as like Jasmine and Jasmine coming in the door? And it's like, hey, Tiffany. And I'm like, hey, Jasmine. Like, uh. you know what I'm saying? That's not going to give off a very nice. Um, impression or like if your boss comes in the door and she's like good morning Tiffany and you're just like hey like you don't really want to be here like hey standoffish you really want to pay attention to those things because people are picking that up and they might you might just be tired that day you might just be Mm -hmm. feeling sick but they're going to pick it up as something different so you want to make sure that you're always giving off a really good fresh vibe you want when people see you to feel like oh yes she's happy again yeah. <laughs> like damn she's right. always happy or a day she's always on point like mm-hmm. hey such such hey how are you doing or whatever your personality is but just don't be like a lot of people don't even know that they're standoffish won't look you in the eye and just be like Hey. And they don't mean, mean nothing by it. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And most people, through their upbringings, sometimes we've never been taught to focus on how you come off to others. You just might be told to be yourself. And sometimes yourself may be just this very shy, timid individual. Or maybe sometimes yourself could be this like loud and sporadic individual and you could just be really direct and straightforward and hurt everyone or hurt everyone's feelings that you come into contact you want to find tune with every interaction that you have and be a pleasure to be around no matter whether you're a naturally aggressive person or a naturally shy person you want to find a good balance in between the two so that your tone isn't coming off too light y'all remember off aqua black girl when the guy used to whisper you don't want to be whispering like <laughs> or you don't want to be like, shouting at someone and it's like, what is wrong with you? Why are you always so angry? Like, what's wrong with your attitude? And it's just like, oh, that's just her. Like, so you want to, because that could be hindering you from going to that next level or being the the manager, if that's what you want to be, the boss or being whatever it is you want to be in life. Because if you, you, you have to humble yourself down or you have to boost yourself up to give yourself enough confidence so that you can maneuver to the next area of life. Right, and I can attest to this because in um, when I was working at my previous job, we would go on meetings and we would, my boss would specifically leave someone at the job because they were like, oh, he or she can't, can't talk in front of clients or she doesn't, or he doesn't dress a certain way so we're not gonna bring him or her to the client and so you people are really looking at you and they are judging you before for anything and exactly. it's, it's a harsh reality it is, but, but you need to reality. be mindful of that because it can um 
hinder you from going on those meetings and projecting your opinions and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Trust me, because I've heard bosses talk about their own employees mm-hmm. and probably talk about me too. <laughs> so they feel yeah, talking how knowledgeable you right. are. Right. If you don't, if you're like, well, I can't bring her her titties out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! I forgot about that part. I didn't jump to the (laughs) I didn't jump to the dang wrong part. (laughs) (laughs) No, like you can't bring him or her. She 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 doesn't know how to talk. Yeah, she's too ghetto, or she's too just doesn't address situations. It's a time and a place for everything. If you're joking with your friends, then you can be. AKA ratchet, you could be ghetto, you could be country, you could be whatever your upbringings are. But when you come into a professional setting, you gotta learn how to switch it on like a light switch and be like, okay, how are you doing today? My name is Tiffany Jackson. We need to do this, okay, we'll bring this over there. It's like, oh, okay. And then that's why like people are so shocked when they hear a rapper in an interview. It's like, he be talking about slapping a B and turning this and doing this. And then when you get in the interview, it's like, oh my gosh, you sound so educated. It's like, wait, what was I supposed to sound like? <laughs> right, what did you expect me to sound like? Yeah. So it's like, Guys, pay attention to your tonality, your voice, your verbiage, all of that things. Whenever you're going in life, especially if it's to a professional or corporate field, you definitely have to clean that up. And it can be changed. It can be worked on, and you can do it. And it just comes with practice. Yeah, and I would say this, me and Kobe were talking about this before the podcast even started. And sometimes, you know, <laughs> you know when we be interviewing for a job and we make our hair all straight and stuff and you dress to the nines and things of that nature to, you know, mold yourself. Mm-hmm. And then once you get the job, you know, you start wearing your afro, you start doing all that, which is, I think is fine. Yeah. But you, when it comes to like the way you talk and your tone, you might think that your boss is cool with you. You might think that your coworkers are cool with you. But let me be real. They will switch on you like, because they're thinking about the business and how they are portrayed. So right. if you come in there not dressed appropriately or you're thinking like, oh, this person. Okay, like, I'll give you an example. At my previous job, there was this guy who would wear shorts and no shoes and be walking around the dang office with his tangly feet out. <laughs> wait, wait, he didn't even have flip-flops on? Bare feet. <laughs> he thought he was at home. He thought he, he, thought he was he at got real comfortable. He got real comfortable. Real comfortable. But you can't, and then so, <laughs> so I was like, oh, he's comfortable. I wasn't, I don't want my bare feet out. But I was like, oh, he's comfortable. He's wearing shorts and stuff. Let me, I, let me, I can wear tights. This is a cool place. But then I realized, First of all, you can't do some things that other people do, especially if they're different, if they're Caucasian, if they're male. Um, and True. But so you always want to keep dressing to your best abilities mm-hmm. um, because people are still judging you. And until you're the boss, mm-hmm. you have to dress accordingly to what you think they want to see. Exactly. Unfortunately. But that's, that's the true. truth. So you can, you, like... The, the people who are using you at the job, you need to use them as well. The way you use them is, you know, follow their lead, take all the knowledge, and learn how to navigate the business, and then you could go on to be a boss and do what you want to do. 
Exactly. So, but you have to follow the rules first. You right. Have learned. Absolutely. That's so, so true. So, great point. Be that for a job or mostly in a job setting or like things of that nature. That's where Even you in a be. business setting. Yeah. Because exactly. like if you own your own business and you, like most people think just because you own your own business and my mentor told me this off all the time and he used to say, um, if you own your own business, people think that you're free. I'm working for myself. I get to do whatever I want because I'm popping. But no, you're technically working for thousands, millions of people. You're working for your client now. You have every person that walks into the establishments of your business then becomes your boss. Because if they take their clientele elsewhere, then they're taking money from your business. So you have to cater to what type of clientele you want to attract. So if you want to attract the highest paying clientele you, you could imagine, then you're going to have to ups, raise up your standards. It's like, you can't expect someone to go to Popeye's and drop $50, well, yeah, you could, well, two, $600 on one meal, like, just for one person. It's just because the establishment, the ambience of the place is, does not breed that. So, it depends, based on what, and if you do want just to bring out, um, generate that type of clientele, you just have to understand what's your mission and then you can tailor your life, tailor your self-image to exactly that so that you can bring that forth. That's true. And I agree and disagree because I think it's a matter of appropriateness. So when you look at like Gary Vee or Facebook higher up, of course, these are major people uh, and they're in t-shirt and jeans all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you do have to build up your reputation first right, and then be able to rock it out however you want. But um, it's just a time and a place for everything. You do have to dress for success, you do. Yeah, dress for the client you want, dress for the job you want, and dress to be who you want to be portrayed as. And that essentially is going to be you. And that's why it's very important to know who you are and what you want out of life. So you can dress in accordingly. So um, next. We talked about how you speak, and now let's talk about how you walk. How do you walk? Are you doing the gangster lean when you walk? Oh Are you doing the gangster lean and walking <laughs> into the interview like, dang, I don't know why I ain't got hired yet? Because the boss is probably terrified every time you walk in the door. <laughs> got to fix your walk, people. People, like, and I was reading this um, dating book or some like how women perceive men subconsciously. So if you look from afar, they say a woman will scan the room and they will like scan the guy's physique, posture, pay attention to how he stands, how he holds him, carries himself. And they said they're um, examining his posture. And the reason why we're naturally examining your posture is because your posture, um, re it, it, um, it reveals what type of confidence you have in yourself. So if you're hunched over, that's just the natural defense mechanism for the sign of insecurity because you, you could be shy, you could be timid, you don't, you, you're like shielding yourself from the world because you don't really want anyone to come into your personal bubble and to come interfere in your space because I just want to be left alone. But if you are, and even if you're having a bad day, try this next time, or if you find yourself feeling sad, feeling down, force yourself to sit upright, shoulders back, chin up, chest out type deal and then you will find like you won't even be able to be that sad you won't even be able to stay in that uh depressed caved off world that you just created for yourself 
So definitely posture is important, important, important. It shows your confidence level in yourself. Yeah, I'm going to tell y'all a story. One time I was on a, I guess we'll call it a date. And then um, the guy told me, he literally lined me up and was like, uh, like walk straight. And I'm thinking to myself, excuse me, sir. <laughs> and then later on, he broke it down to like, the way you are walking and the way your posture is makes you either more attractive or less attractive. He's like, would I be cute if I walked to you like this? And he like was like this and walking to me. Or don't it look better when I'm like this? And I was like, you right. So now I make sure like I keep it in the back of my mind like, I wanna be cute. So I'm gonna have my shoulders back and walking, you know, confidently and not slouched over. And it's a thing that I didn't notice I was even doing. Mm-hmm. But um, I was like and naturally, <laughs> no, that's great that you said that. You didn't even know that you was doing it. And I used to be that one, like, almost two years ago. I used to do, probably a year ago. What's your name? <laughs> I don't think I was just that bad. I don't know if you guys like that. No, but I, I just wasn't secure in myself until I read this book. And it used to, t- it told me, like, literally had to. And another great, th- it, it told me that you have to have good posture. I know I was just about to bounce on whole other topic because this just made me think. And I'm not sure how many of you all are familiar with chakras. So you have seven chakras, and it just it just goes down in a straight line in your vertebrae, in your also known as your your spine. So if you are leaned over and you're pretty much blocking your crown chakra, and that's the chakra that's at the top of your head, and it's pretty much prohibiting you from getting receiving the information that God has to bless you with because you know it's like the the same thing reason when they say you can't wear hats in church because you're blocking your crown chakra so remove your hat so if you constantly hunched over your head is pointing this way instead of straight up to God so why would you want to block your blessings so good posture is important receive it um, I mean that's one of the first things you learned I was a Debbie time high school and those were the first things they taught us was how to walk they made us walk in the heels and they yeah. taught us how to sit and posture that's why you so fancy right that's true it's so important it's just you know things that i carry carry mm-hmm. you know with myself to, like to this day yeah. wow that's you because you good. know we can't stand seeing a girl with some heels on she can't walk in a little bit her ankles <laughs> Anyway, that's, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, it starts at home. I would just say it starts at home. You know, you can practice like while you're at home, you know, eating your meal, you know, don't put your hand, arms on the table while you're eating, you know, just start. It starts there, you know, in the privacy of your own home. So when you do walk out into, you know, public or in the atmosphere with other people, it, it's natural. Exactly. That's you, don't, true. you don't have to think about it so much. If you just practice it, you know, behind closed doors. That is so true. Yeah, like, so when, next time you go into the restroom in your house, next time you walk into the kitchen, just walk upright. Walk mm-hmm. with good posture. Start in the confinements of your own home. I love that you said that. Right. And just think about it like this, going back to, like, a job setting. If you're going to an interview slouched over, you're going to look like you're not confident in what you do and what you can bring to the job. If you're going into a business meeting and you're trying to book a client and you're like, yeah, well, we do this. Even though if you're talking, look, I'm talking, yes, we can do all this. And they're going to look at you like, well, why are you hunched over, though? Like, I don't believe you. And so you want to, whatever setting you're in, meeting someone, you want to 
have a, a, a posture of confidence. Exactly. So, not nothing ain't. Exactly. <laughs> right. It radiates your your definiteness of, of everything about you. It makes it seem like, I can believe you. I can trust you. Like, if somebody's like, I'm not going to do that to you no more. I promise, you know, I, it, it won't be happening. It never mm-hmm. happened again. But if you, I can guarantee that it will never happen again and you will have it done first thing in the morning. They're like, okay, I believe that. It's just oh, all in your body language. You're right. Because I've done that before. Like, Tiffany, is this going to be done? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not believable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yes, so true. So you want to be definite. <laughs> I love that. And it's important, not just in person, too, but even on, um, like, LinkedIn, your social medias, too. Yes. Like, how your picture is, you know, they say to make sure your shoulders are square, mm-hmm. um, your head is a certain way, like the tilt, because it makes you look believable and honest. Mm-hmm. And, like if you're just in your profile picture, if it's like a side view or something, they can't see your eyes, mm-hmm. you know, so all of that, you have to pay attention, not just in person too, but you know, that's a great point. That's a huge point. Thank <laughs> you for bringing that up. Because I thoroughly judge people off their social media. <laughs> like the first thing that people see is they profile pic. Right. It's like all fuzzy and you know looking. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, like, yeah, you're right. That's so true. So check your profile pictures too. Also, now you go check my profile picture. Thank you for that, Jasmine. <laughs> also, quick nugget that has nothing to do with this particular podcast, but also you want to be aware of what you're posting on social media because I like I, me personally, I don't like any negativity on my timeline. So I would delete people or unfollow people that are putting negativity on the page. So it's like, are you putting out positive energy or negativity through your through your social media? So that's just right. another thing to be aware of. Because people that, do Google you. I mean, people yeah. meet you and that's the first thing they do, Google you. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Facebook you or whatever. Right. That is so true that you said that. So, so true. So that's just another, like, social media is really just another self-image. If you, if I, and I personally think, like, in whatever you're trying to accomplish in your life, I think that your social media, and I know some, I know some people, like, for me, it's very in alignment with what I want to be. And so, and I know for some people, they're just not on social media, or they'll only post a few pictures. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people who are constantly posting, and it's like, what are you posting? Would you want someone, would you want your mom to see it? Would you want um, a job, a potential job seeker to see it? You want to think about that. When I think about social media, I'm like, y'all ahead. Look at this Instagram. Look at this YouTube. Right, you have nothing to hide. You exactly. don't want any skeletons in your closet, because ultimately, your social media is a reflection of you right and so people because it's like what you whatever vibes with you that's what you're going to put on it that's what you're going to repost on it right. so just be mindful of the certain things that you may be putting out there into the atmosphere like tiffany was saying if you were about to be signed for a million dollar contract mm-hmm. and someone was like okay so what's your email and he had his team to go scan your profile and if they brought some content it's like this is not suitable this is not the type of image because you know how it's every it's like a reflection of the comp of the company that you will be brought on to or it's just a reflection of you and, and how you're going to uphold yourself and they in in their future comp their the company that they may be choosing you for so right. definitely definitely be mindful and i can test to this firsthand because i was part of the hiring po- process of my um 
of my previous job and we would literally look at people's instagram and be like no no what this night their stuff might even open like no 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 and it's like and then even when i remember when a particular person was hired my boss told the person like your social media is a little risque you might want to tone it down and she had to do that so it's like because you're representing the company. Exactly. Exactly. So. Hang on one moment. We're having some technical difficulties. So it's very important, guys. Yes. Social media. Check and that social stuff media. And scroll it. through there. And mm-hmm. Just look at it. Be mindful of what you're putting out there. Because it's there forever. Even though you may delete it, it's still there. Somebody's screenshots. <laughs> so many screenshots in my phone. Let me tell y'all a story. <laughs> I didn't know when Snapchat first was popping up. I didn't know that people could see that she screenshotted it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was screenshotting people's people. And somebody told me that. You could, they could see it. But um, the next thing, so we're going to walk in. And that whole thing. You want to walk yeah. into a room like you're confident, Jeff. Yeah. Oh. You want to walk into a room confident. You want to be sure of yourself. And the, mm-hmm. it goes back to knowing yourself and knowing what you yeah. want. And I think it goes back to like um, when you're doing a presentation at school or at work, um, you're automatically going to be better when you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, look, I have a research project I studied on. Off of two weeks, I know what I'm talking about. So you could go in there and really take hold of the room. If you don't know what you're talking about, you're gonna be like scared and nervous, like oh, you know, and trying to make up stuff. So it goes into like, are you really putting in the work? Are you knowing what you want? Are you doing the research so you can go in confidently? I could tell you this. I know I'm talking a lot, sorry, <laughs> but like when going on job interviews, the more experience I gain of about take social media marketing for for example the more experience i gain i now i know my worth and what i could bring to the table mm-hmm. so in a job that i apply for that i really don't know nothing about i might not be as more as much as as confident mm-hmm. but if we're talking about social media marketing i could go in there i could ask for what i want i could tell them my previous work i could tell them what i bring to the table because I do this, you know what exactly. I'm saying? So you have to make sure that that's that's gonna bring on that more self confidence, and that's why you need to know what your mission is. You need to immerse yourself in who you want to be, so you can be confident when you're talking about it. Exactly. So you can be aligned and walking in that path, and you're not going and doing right. other things that are, don't align up with what you're trying to do in your mission. Exactly. That's beautiful. <laughs> so, so happy that you brought that up. Please go write those personal mission statements, you guys. Keep you in line, because you see, you always have to go back to like why. For Inspire Fire, we've had a meeting yesterday yes. talking about okay, wait, does this really align what Inspire Fire is? Because we know what Inspire Fire mm-hmm. is: healthy living, so nutritionally, mm-hmm. physically, mentally. Mm-hmm. Is what we're teaching aligned mm-hmm. with what our mission is? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Yes. Okay. Let's go. So right, know that right. for your life. Right, and like Tiffany even had to just stop me in the meeting yesterday. I had a great idea. It is definitely useful, needed mm-hmm. in the day work, in the in the daily world that we live in today. Mm-hmm. But it's not what inspire fire and body. So somebody can present you with a great job opportunity. Mm-hmm. The pay could be amazing, but is this what your mission is in life? Are you going to be happy doing this thing 
30 years down the line are you going to be miserable doing it with and that just goes with anything in all aspects of your life yeah and sometimes it's like you don't want to sometimes you don't want to take even though it's a great idea like yes people need to know this yes we're passionate about this but you have to be like wait somebody else has an organization or someone else can do this so we want to make sure they have the opportunity to do it if we can give them that opportunity exactly um, another thing I was talking to my mom about this actually, and I was like, "Dang, I just wish we could have own more, um, own more beauty supply stores." Because, long story short, um, there was this interview on ninety-five cents, no, hot ninety-seven, and the lady was talking about how it's hard for black people to own these beauty supplies because the people who are the distributors block black people from getting like the hair and things of that nature because they're they're gonna work with the their race mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they they see that black people are trying to really take a hold of this but they the distributors block um mm. their the stuff from going in and I was like we have to change this like we need to do something about this but then I was like I mean I want to do something about this but this isn't my passion so I just posted a little video on Instagram like Somebody, please watch this so we can make this happen. But because right. um, it is somebody's passion out there to actually help the they care enough about black hair care and black mm-hmm. products, beauty products, cosmetics, and they will be passionate. And you got to think about it when you are passionate about something, stuff is going to get done that much mm-hmm. sooner. It's going to get done with quality. It's going to get done, and it's going to be able to reach the masses. But if you go into something not whole, not wholeheartedly then it's, it'll be half done. It'll be one of, another one of those unfinished products. It will just be, it's just not gonna have substance. So you definitely wanna make sure whatever you're doing, it's a part of your mission and it's something that you were passionate about because if you're not, it, it won't withstand the test of time. Right. And if you're constantly trying to do all these other things, you're gonna neglect from what you actually are on this earth for. So it's like all these great ideas that you want to do, um, but you don't want to distract from what you're meant to do, what you were made, handmade by God to do. Right, right. <laughs> so we just went off the rip on that one because <laughs> I don't know how that happened. How did we even get there? I don't know. My phone is charging, y'all. Okay. You want to check? Hey, I don't know how. Oh. <laughs> okay. We'll just keep going. Okay. Hey there. And then um, now we're talking about the way you dress. Mm. Like we said before, you have to dress for success. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's important. Uh, I've learned just as a brand ambassador for Kind that your appearance is everything. Like that's what lasts with people. You know, how you mm-hmm. look, how you talk, how you, that interaction with them is going to leave an impression of it's going to stay with them forever. That's and when true. they think about that brand, they're going to think about what you look like, you know, how you were dressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very important. You want to, whoever you are and whoever you want to be, you need to dress as that person. So I want to ask you guys, what do y'all want to display when people see you? Mm-hmm. I'm asking you that. Asking. <laughs> you're asking the audience that. Hey, y'all. I want them to see someone who, I mean, I'm not perfect. I don't want to just make it seem like I'm perfect, but like mm-hmm. I have it together, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm just polished and neat and clean. 
someone that they want to work with. Right. Mm-hmm. You are very polished, so you know in that on the head. <laughs> you really are. How about How you, too? Mm, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was um, free-spirited, mm. inviting mm-hmm. um, who I am, basically natural, black, <laughs> like, but also creative. Mm. So, but also... I don't play either. I get it done. So, <laughs> right. so basically that. Right. Um, I would like for people to see me as someone that gets the job done, professional, but still open-minded. Mm. Um, that's just, I guess, that holds a good self-image. Right. I don't know, whatever good may be. It's no bad or good, but just, you know, someone that's happy. And it's because it's one thing to be doing something and getting it done, but I also want to be happy with what I do. So, right. And I wanted to add versatile because sometimes I want to slay like That's Kobe. True. That's true. And be like dressed to the nines, like mm-hmm. boss lady. But sometimes <laughs> I just want to be free and just like just throwing anything. Yeah. Some sweatpants right. with a jean jacket on, like you were today. It's like I am snatch. today. <laughs> just so I want to be everything. Yeah, no, exactly <laughs> what you're like you want to wake up in whatever mood you feel like you right just rock that. to that. Yeah, I get that. I totally mm-hmm. can agree with that too. Exactly. So, yeah, but just know for different settings and different things, like just going back to what your boss wants, what uh, your clients want, because you have to dress. Like sometimes you have to be a follower. Sometimes you have like you can't go to the school. I love not wearing a bra, but you, you can't go to the school <laughs> not wearing a bra with these little. Seventh grade and boys over here drooling <laughs> over you because they're not mature yet. So you really have to just pick your battles. Like you That's can be so free all you want, but it's a time and a place for every exactly mm-hmm. right. But I mean, I, not to say that you can't, you know, be professional and not, you know, show your your style, your yeah. personality. Yeah. That's a good point. Like you can still be who you are through, you know, what you wear mm-hmm. and still be professional. Right. You can totally still right. rock it how you want to. You know, you can still be stylish and swaggy, you know, but clean and neat and iron. You know, your clothes are iron. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Oh, that's a very no good point. Or anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's exactly. a good point. That's, that's a so great true. point. So you can still be expressive, yes. but at the same hand, well kept. Wash yes. your clothes. Awesome. I like that. <laughs> that's a nice. So basically, dress for what is your brand? Dress for that. Mm-hmm. And that's different for everyone. So don't look to the left or the right to see who you are. Right. Look inside yourself. Um, you can get inspiration from other people because I'll be stealing everything from y'all. That's <laughs> and, so true. And then, um, and dress the way you want others to view you. Clean, neat, right. um, down to earth, professional. What do you want people to see when they see you? Because they judging you off real. Anyway, so guys, that's the, that's one thing we just have to get through everyone's, to our viewers, our listeners. We are going to be judged regardless. Whether you want to, whether you're judging somebody or not, somebody is going to judge you naturally. And every we often say you can't judge a book by its cover, but Everybody. we do. It's like, that's the first thing, that's what gravitates you to the book. You look at the title page and you're like, what does it look like something I might want to read? And then you open it and read the little summary part. So, and that goes with... With how you interact in daily life. 
So if someone, everybody has a type and you're not meant to cater to all the types in the entire world, but if you are being your best you, you're gonna attract whoever you're meant to be with or whatever situation or life experience you're meant to be involved in. But it only go, comes with if you are being the best version of yourself. So when you are being judged, you wanna be clean. It's just some generalizations. No matter what style, no matter what swag you or whatever persona you wanna look, I mean, put on, one great tool to have is to be clean, have good posture. Like you can be a skater, you could be a, a, um, a artist and you all you wanna wear is white t-shirts and a jean. Just make sure they're clean and, and they can even be ripped jeans. Just let them be clean and, and well-pressed and, and neatly put together, like messy neat, if you will. So whatever persona you want to put up, put um, put on for the world, just follow the basic guidelines and do what you want and still express yourself, but in time and a place for everything. Amen. Keeping that in mind. I love that, ladies. <laughs> Let's talk about eye contact. <laughs> okay, eye contact. Have you, and I have a problem with this too, because when someone is talking. I could really look into their eyes and listen to them. Like, it's hard for me looking at your face right now. Not because you ain't snatching nothing. But, but when I'm talking, I tend to look Wonder. somewhere else. Like, because mm -hmm. I'm gathering my thoughts. But sometimes people could just write that off as something else. Mm -hmm. I'm really just, like, looking around. But if someone, if you're talking to if I'm if Kobe's talking to me and I'm looking around, that means, that will mean to her maybe that she don't care what the hell I got to say. <laughs> right, or she's boring. <laughs> or, or she's boring. Like, well, maybe I should just stop talking. Cause right, because she's, she's not, not engaged. Exactly. Right. So, are you that person that's not making eye contact? Are you that person who, I actually did this suggestion the other day, I'm sorry, who's <laughs> on your phone when they talking or working on something else? Did you do that to me? I did that. You was making a point. That's why I had to ask you again what you said. Oh. I, wasn't, I wasn't listening. So, so you want to make sure. Taking my head, Tiffany. Right. You want to make sure. That you're in the moment. That you're in the moment. Right. And it's so easy to get distracted with these cell phones and just every, all 10,000 of our social media is going on. Right. But still, we want to res be respectful. No, <laughs> but um, just be respectful and practice. Everything comes with practice. It may feel very uncomfortable at first that if you've never been used to making eye contact with some people, with a person. Um, I read in this book and it says, when making eye contact, you should be able to look into the person's eyes deep enough to where you can know the color of their eyes. So that's how you know if you're making good eye contact, if you can actually see their pigmentation, see what color their eyes when you're talking to them. Not saying you need to do the death stare at them the whole time and just lock your eyes in, but whatever you say is going, I'm gonna do it. No, like give a little glance off, but then get back to looking at that person's eyes. <laughs> your eyes start watering because you just try to keep out of your day. She said I was supposed to know the color of their eyes. That's funny. But yeah, so just be, it's little things like that that you have to be mindful of because sometimes you just don't realize that you're not looking at someone or that you look like you're being disrespectful. We were at one of JJ's on the mic's um, foundation and mm -hmm. she was talking about how when somebody's coming in the room and talking and taking the time out to present to you to make your life better and you're on the phone, what is that giving off to the person who's presenting? 
Like, you don't care, you don't value my time. So you wanna make sure that you're making making everybody feel like they're valued. Even like at one of our workshops, we had to tell uh, two students like, hey, please get off your phone because we want to pour into you um, what we can, what positivity in these lessons learned. So you wanna make sure, I know you might seem like you're busy and things of that nature, but phones away, eye contact, especially if someone's taking out the time to speak to you. Exactly. Because you can come off as just like, and blah. Right, and another cute key tip thing when you're not making eye contact, people can assume that you're lying to them. So <laughs> definitely, I can't look at me. yeah, you can't look me in the eyes and tell me the truth. Y'all ever heard that phrase? Mm -hmm. So definitely, eye contact, guys, is so important. Eye contact, and if you're trying to like stir up some feelings on a date, <clears throat> that is the key. Start gazing into their eyes and start <laughs> nodding your head like, yeah, <laughs> I feel that. I was like, I don't know nothing about that. No, but that is a powerful tool. Eye contact <laughs> with courting. I feel like that is okay. Because yeah. eyes are the windows to the soul. It is. It is. It so, is. Look so, into these souls that you're encountering, guys. Yeah, so where are you directing your eyes? Dry eyes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, and so we're talking about the next one is demeanor. What is your demeanor? Hmm. And I know y'all heard of this resting B face. Resting bitch face. Oh, I was like, what is that? You didn't know what that was? I didn't resting B face. You know, a lot of, a lot of girls are like, but people no, think I mean, <laughs> people think I mean, but I just have a resting bitch face. But that's not, people aren't going to know that you're not a B-word or that you're not standoffish just because, oh, this is my face, deal with it. No, that's going to prevent you from people, your soulmate coming up to talk to you. Right. It's going to stop you from getting that job because you always look at me. Ain't nobody going to take right. you in front of a client. Exactly. <laughs> you got to be approachable, guys. It's one thing. People often forget that we are not living on this planet alone and you actually need people. People, you may think it's you against the world, but in order to make these contacts, in order to climb up the ladder, in order to get a job, in order to have a helping hand when you are struggling or when you're down one moment, you are going to need to build relationships with people. And if you always have this terrible demeanor, when you do need a hand to a handout so someone can pick you up when you're down, they're going to remember that like, oh, no, she's always in this in her rut oh she remember she thought that she mm -hmm. did, was too good or remember right. she thought she was this 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 and then you look around and you wonder why like i feel like everybody's turned their back on me right. it's because that demeanor that you have given off for so long it will it does affect those that are around you so you want to make sure you're a pleasure to be around to, to, with those that are around you Right, you could just have that resting bee face when you're at home watching Scandal. <laughs> Don't do that when you're like on a date. Like, <laughs> uh, like did I did I do something to offend you? <laughs> right. And if you don't know, you may need to. It was um, who said this? I can't remember, but it was like, oh, it's like so sometimes men get into these relationships, these forty year old, forty year marriages. 
and their wife like developed this, this just angry face. Or sometimes it can be it can even be vice versa, the man. And it's like you no longer even want to have lunch for with him. And one lady was complaining to her husband, like, you don't ever want to take me out. We don't ever date anymore. We've been married for 40 years. He was like, Have you looked in the mirror lately? Oh <laughs> he was like, gosh. and she was like, Yeah, I look in the mirror when I do. He's like, But have you looked at yourself lately? And she was like, What do you mean? He was like, Look at your face. And then like, so he secretly like uh took us a, a screenshot not a screenshot but he was just like zoomed in on her face while she was on the couch watching tv and took a picture of her on his smartphone and sent the picture to her she's like why you took that picture of me looking crazy like that he's like well that's how you look all the time and i don't want to sit at the table and eat food when she was looking at me all angry it made me lose my appetite and i was like dang that's, funny. that's the harsh reality though so guys you want to have a vibrant, a happy face. Why do you think sugar daddies want to take fine women out on dates? Because they got nice, beautiful, bright faces. That's that they, true. they don't, they're not sitting across the table with somebody looking like this. They, they, they sitting across the table with someone like laughing at all their jokes, smiling. Not right. saying I advocate for that at all. Not saying that she was ever a sugar. <laughs> never, <laughs> ever, ever. And I can honestly say that on this camera. And so, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like seriously, but it, just in general. Because you, you want to have a warming, pleasurable personality because that's what makes you attractive. You attract what you put out there. And so if you attract the negative, just angry, eerie vibes, then no one's going to be want to be around that. They don't want to be infested with that type of energy. So Right. But if you just want to, like, maybe you go in a place where you just don't want nobody talking to you, then... Go ahead and turn that resting bee face on. Like, I'm at the bar and I don't want nobody to buy me a drink. I just think about the babies when they're first born and how they can sense. Like, if you smile at them, they smile. They do. That like is true. you, like, make a mad face, they're like, wait, so they can feel it. Right, right. So it's the same with us. When, you have, when you're smiling, that's the vibe that you're giving off, and that's what the vibe that people are going to have, you know? So you just really have to be mindful. You're right. That's what, I love that. That's a great, great point. You know, your facial expression. That's so true. And my mom always says this. She said, when you're feeling down, smile, because automatically you're going to just start feeling better. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're scared of something, smile. So I used to be scared to go over these huge bridges. Still am. It was one particular one that I had to go to for one of my previous, previous jobs. <laughs> and then... She's talking about, like, highways, the bridges. Yeah, the highways. Mm-hmm. So I would start to just smile as I'm driving <laughs> on. And I couldn't even feel scared because I'm just over here just smiling all hard and laughing at myself for smiling. So it's just like it makes you feel better just to smile. Mm-hmm. Smiles are magnetic. It's like you can walk into a room and just, hi, how are you doing? And the person's just going to naturally be like, hi. Yeah. Right. They take you off guard. Like I'm taking off guard sometimes when someone's like, I'm right. like, oh, snap, hi. Right, let me get my act together. Right. <laughs> Sometimes you, 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 you just shake you don't realize like you're like you just sitting there. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times people pass by me like, hey, smile. Yeah. Like, oh, didn't even realize, like, okay. You don't right. realize. Same you here. Don't, you don't realize. You never know. You yeah. never realize that. That's true. So smile, have a pleasing personality. Yeah. I mean, pleasing face. <laughs> and personality as well. Just think about what it what is your face looking like right now? That's what I want to know. Think about like, what is your face looking like right, right. now? Take a picture and post it in the comments. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> cool. So, lastly, 
maybe not lastly, maybe second to lastly, your impressions. We basically talked about this, but more in depth is your vibe. So we said like your smile can inhibit a different vibe or a frown can give off a certain vibe, but mm -hmm. like what are you truly giving off? And that goes into more like your personality and what you're saying to a person. That really goes into deep of who you really are. So if you're talking to a person, are you constantly gossiping, talking about something negative, or are you talking about something positive to uplift them? Are you right. there for them? Right. So it's just like, me and Jasmine always say, vibes don't lie. So they, don't lie. they really don't. And it's, and it's not even something about, sometimes people don't even have to say anything. It's just like their presence, like, mm -hmm. okay, I trust them. Right, I completely, completely, and that, and it, it it goes into with your intuition. Everybody has intuition, mm -hmm. and if you are very in tune, you can pick up the vibes and the sender, the receptors that people are giving off. And I know in one particular book um, by Napoleon Hill, I can't, I forget the name of it, but he pretty much says if you have one, just one bad person, one negative person that's working for your company, they have the ability to torment and bring the whole company down even if they don't say a word because they're just sitting there thinking and sending mm. off negative vibes so bring that over to your your actual life if you're not even saying nothing what's going on in your mind are you just mm. sending off negative vibes just by just being there in the presence of the confinements because just your thoughts alone have the ability to transform situations because your thoughts are a form of prayers and i say that all the time because when you're praying you're sitting you're sitting there sending off receptors to God and asking them to receive it back. So if you're just sitting there sending off these vibes like, this is stupid, this is dumb, she ugly, she knows why she got that on today. Or I can't wait to leave. Right. If you're just sitting there and focusing on all the negative, then you're sending that out into the atmosphere and it's coming back to you. So, and um, another one of my mentors, she said, Anytime you want to say something negative about somebody, say three positive things about you or say three positive things about that person. So you don't even have to focus on the negative. Yeah, we can all pick out the negative in every single situation, but just as likely you can pick out the negative, you can pick out something positive. Even if you just say, I like her socks. Those are some really dope socks she got on. I'm gonna need to cop me a pair. Like, mm -hmm. if you can't compliment anything, you can find I mean, if you can't compliment close to anything, you can find one thing. That air she's breathing is real nice. Like, I need to breathe like, in that air. That air. That's the best air. She's breathing in. Like, she breathes real nice. But it sounds funny. It sounds silly. But, no, but you, it, it beats saying, what the heck? What was she thinking? Did she get dressed in the dark this morning? Oh that girl, like, yeah. it beats that. Or him talking about him, like, he think he... X or Y or Z. So guys, just, instead of sending off those negative vibes, send off some positive vibes because it's so, so, so important. Right, it's essentially energy being transferred. And I know I've definitely been in situations where a person can just be by me and I just feel weighed down. Like I could feel maybe like their insecurities or their nervousness or anxiousness because it's portrayed on me just from them being around me so like mm, this doesn't feel right maybe i should go and in other words in other places like wow like there's been people who have just walked in to a place and i'm just like 
wow, like they have positive energy. I can right. feel it. Like I want to be their friend. So exactly, you want people to be your friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would like to add, you know, first impressions mm-hmm. are so important. And we were trying to find the statistic, but mm-hmm. it takes you know so many times for you to make up a, a bad first impression. So you really want to be mindful of the things that you're leaving with people. I mean, like for me, I've always, you know, felt like we are a representation of our parents. You know, that's what something my mom always left with me. Like whenever you go somewhere, like, you know, you just got to act right. Yeah, yeah, like it's my family's name. So I've always been that person, you know, to be respectful and mindful Mm -hmm. and, you know, carry myself a certain way. But it wasn't until I got older and I actually interacted with certain people and I was just like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like they're, you know, it's just it was something more to them, mm-hmm. and it made me realize the kind of impressions that my leaving with people. Am I, you know, mm-hmm. mean? Am I um, just like when you meet some like a parent for the first time? You know, it's like a boyfriend or girlfriend, their mm-hmm. parents. You know, just that first impression. How am I respectable? Am right. I um, right? That's so true that you just mean. honest. You know, caring. Right. You know, just what am I leaving with people? Right. That's, when I walk away. That's so true that you said that. And um, it was a study that was done in this book. And once again, I don't. I reread so many books, I forget the name. So <laughs> I might just come back and drop some comments on all the books so y'all can go back and read it for yourselves. But long story short, it was this exactly what Kobe was saying, how first impressions mean so, so much. It was a man, and he was like, he met these ladies when he were in high school, and this was like, 50 years later, and he was going around, I think it was at a reunion or something, or he maybe he saw them at like a conference or something, and he was going around introducing them to his friends as like the most beautiful women he's ever seen, and these are women that's like in their 80s now, mm-hmm. and so everybody's like, why do you keep calling them gorgeous? They're like overweight, they're wrinkly now, and just mm-hmm. all their physical features are not the same, but his first impression of them when he was in high school, he opened out he opened his wallet and pulled out a picture and it was like one was the uh homecoming queen and the one of them was like a, the captain of a cheerleading team and so that impression of these ladies was so he when he looked at them 30 50 years down the line he still saw the the captain of the cheerleading team mm-hmm. and the homecoming queen he didn't see the the time that's passed in the aging process that has happened to these ladies so right is how are you portraying what's your first impression coming like it's so important like mm-hmm. kobe was just saying are you having a pleasing pre- beautiful personality mm-hmm. and impre- and that seeps into your impression or are you coming off as bitter angry rude mean mm-hmm. you want to be thoughtful and caring and- mm-hmm. right right yeah and i know a lot of times people say like don't care what other people think and that's true in certain situations but we are all on this earth to help each other out, so we have to be mindful of other people and want the best for each and every person that we come across. Exactly. So you are, by you presenting that you're caring and you're thoughtful, be, being that really, that's that's going to reflect and people are going to feel that, like, she cares or he cares. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. But then in, in yeah. for business, too, the, as far as impressions, I wanted to mention it's mm-hmm. important to because are you trustworthy? Because people mm-hmm. want to know that they can trust you with their business. If, if you're a banker or something, people mm-hmm. want to know that they can trust you with their money, their finances. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to come off as knowledgeable, because if we are presenting, you know, mm-hmm. we are presenting our health programs, we mm-hmm. want to come off as 
we know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, you are in good hands. Exactly. Right. We got you. Yeah. It's and so we literally true. do. So go yeah. and hire us for our health programs. Exactly. <laughs> but we could all wrap this up to say basically, when you know yourself, you know who you want to be or who you are in your brand, you can start and you know, like, what you do, like, you know, if you're a blogger, you know all about blogging, you know, you're a YouTuber, you're all about YouTube, and you're a neuroscientist, you know all about that, you start to, when you know things for sure, you start to talk different, just like you know, confidently, you start to walk different, Mm -hmm. you start to act different, like, in a good way, right, right, that's confidence, confidence Mm -hmm. is about knowing who you are and what you bring to the table exactly. so really it's like knowing your worth like right. you know you're worth this so i'm walking i can automatically walk in here i automatically talk and know that i can't be taken advantage of That's so true. you already know that you're worth this amount of money mm-hmm. so you don't settle for less so it's just like what is it you want what mm-hmm. it what who are you and are you walking in that are you right. confident about that And like you just said, are you walking in that right now? And a lot of motivational speakers say this, Eric Brown, E.T., yeah, did I say that? No, Les Brown, (laughs) E.T., I'll just combine their names. Just the whole plethora of all these motivational speakers, they tell you, you need to act as if you were the thing you want to be in the future. So Mm -hmm. if you want to be a doctor, you want to start holding conversations Right now, you need to use the same vocabulary as a, as you would when you're working on your patients. You need to put on the same clothes. If you if you can imagine yourself, you can, like you want to simulate as close as you can. Of course, you may not be balling and can really pull up in your Bugatti if that's what you want to do. But if you want to, if you, you like it, right? If you want, and if you if you know you wouldn't go to the to the store with the hair wrap on your head and a holy <laughs> T-shirt and ketchup stains on your trousers is like then why would you do that before you have the money so if you dress the same way not saying the same price tag but put pride in yourself the same way you would right now in today's put as huge fourth effort as you possibly can right now and then it would make the thing that you want to actually do in your life a whole lot easier to accomplish so that goes for eating. If you are going to be eating at eating a, as as healthy as you possibly can when you make it big, then you need to eat as healthy as you possibly can right now. Not saying that you're going to eat everything that you would like, but just simulate as close. Even if that's just buying two organic apples a day, a week, just to tell yourself this is what I'm going to be doing when I'm living lavish and eating fine dining. So it's like do whatever you can as close as to you. Can, as close as you can to the finished product or the end product that you would like to achieve and accomplish in your life. Right, it's basically the law of attraction. So if you're dressing the way uh, your business person is dressing, if you're doing the things, if you're speaking the way, the universe is like, oh snap, we didn't get her that yet? Let me make this happen because she's exemplifying that. So that must mean that's it. So you're just calling it into your life by doing, by dressing a certain way or talking a certain way or embodying a presence of being a business person or or doing your research and immersing yourself in that. You're going to be that. It's like inevitable. It's inevitable. Time is only a minuscule thing that's in your way. 
and that's not even too long. Right. And the last thing we want to touch on is, yes, self-image is very important, but Kobe was talking about how people can be perfect on Instagram, and they like me seem perfect on YouTube, but people, people the highest up, the celebrities, they be, some of them are the ones that are going through depression mm -hmm. and ha are having insecurities and things of that nature. Did you want to touch more on that? Yeah, I just wanted to share. You know, it's important to, I mean, for, by definition, self-image is how you view yourself. So you want to make sure you're bring, viewing yourself how others view you as well. So it's mm -hmm. important mm -hmm. to live in that and to be who you really are. Right. Like, be your authentic self. We preach that all mm -hmm. the time. Yes. And, so I mean, you know, like Jazz said, you want to, you know, you have to fake it till you make it, mm -hmm. essentially. But at the same time. Still being true. Yeah, still right. be true to who you are. Don't be something that you're not. Right. Don't be posting jets on Instagram <laughs> yeah, don't be like Google. Don't be Bow Wow challenging <laughs> yourself. Right. Exactly. So it's very important to be authentically you. Yeah, and like kind of stuck for the ground, basically. Right, right. Like, That's so true. Do something totally. because you know other people are watching, or mm -hmm. this is what I should be doing. You know, right. right. Suffering from approval are. addiction. Yes. yes. So right. that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking. We about just that. want you to live in your truth, and then it display and be that for display. Mm -hmm. Basically, live in your truth. You have to be actually putting in that work, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, don't just go out here and buy a new pair of pants and shirt every time you <laughs> like, get on the ground because I can't wear the same outfit that I wore last <laughs> year. Like, come on, let's be real. You know you're going to wear the outfit again, so right. you know that's your favorite top and your favorite pair of shoes, so just go ahead and wear it. Like, right. be authentically you. Until you can stunt and wear a different pair of clothes every single day of your life, God bless you if that is you. But... Why stunt? Be authentically you guys. Authentically you. So, who are you? What is who your self-image saying? How are you walking? How are you right. talking? What How are you dressing? What's some examples of some self-images? Like, are you that doctor? Mm. Are you that creative? Are you that amazing mother? Are mm. you that strong father? Are you that CEO? Are you that, are you that bomb rapper that's dropping bars? <laughs> like, what are you, and are you being the best version of you? I love it. So, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. And y'all know what time it is. Affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It is affirmation time. And for those of you that, that's just tuning in for the first time and not sure what the affirmation is, an affirmation is a positive statement that you tell yourself and it will ultimately program your subconscious mind and allow you to believe that statement and then allow that statement to manifest into your physical reality. Boom. So with that being said, it is three of us and hundreds and thousands of you. So we are going to say three affirmations. You say your affirmations at home. You can say them first thing in the morning, say them throughout the day, and the last thing you do before you go to sleep at night. And... We're just going to program ourselves for greatness. We're just going to program ourselves for success. We're going to program ourselves for the best. Love it. So who mm -hmm. wants to go first? I am the best version of myself. I am living out my greatest advice. Mm. That's beautiful. I love that. I am boldly 
walking through doors that God has opened for me. Hmm. I am beautiful on the inside and on the outside. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, guys. Let us know your affirmations below. Make sure y'all like our Facebook page and go to SoundCloud or YouTube to listen to all the rest of our podcast. Oh. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Peace. We love you. Peace. Love you.